there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one mercifully lenient page of Talmud every day. Today we read page 46 that deals, among other things, with the issue of leniencies in Eruv. Here's a bright little paragraph. The Gemara asks, from what other teaching could this ruling be inferred? The Gemara explains, from that which Rabbi Yehoshua ben Levi said, the halacha is in accordance with the lenient opinion with regard to an Erev. Before I even ask my question, I don't even have to introduce today's guest because he needs no introduction. And I got no introduction. You know him, you love him. Rabbi David Bashevkin, hello. What a joy to uh, to be here today. I love that you jumped right in to the Talmud, because frankly, the, I think the Talmud is more important than me and merits a uh, a more prestigious introduction than whatever the guest is. So I'm happy to take number two. What a t-shirt that would be. The Talmud's more important than me. But listen, this is a strange paragraph because this is now page 46, which means we've read 45 of those. And if you had me list all the adjectives that I think that have to do with Eruvin after reading Tractate Eruvin, I don't think lenient would be the first one. (laughs) In the word cloud that you create from this tractate. Exactly. Leniency is not the first word that comes to mind. No, No. Maybe geometry, but not leniency. Correct. I think this means something both technical and I think that there is a value statement underneath the technical meaning of what this means. In all of the Talmud and in all of Jewish law, like in any area of law, we have rules of like jurisprudence. Like how do we sort through all of these opinions that disagree with each other? And outside of the rules of Erevin, if you go to any other area of Jewish law, we have very typical um, laws of jurisprudence. Like if it is a biblical law, we usually are more stringent. If it's a rabbinic law, we're usually more lenient. And all of a sudden over here, we have a special law. We have a special law which means that if there is a dispute between, let's say, one minority opinion that's listed in a Mishnah. And even if a majority is arguing against them, we still go generally with the minority opinion. And that's specific to the laws of Erev. There are very few other areas. It happens to be the other area is is the laws of mourning, which we're not going to discuss now. But the laws of Erev have this unique quirk that in Jewish law, we almost seek the most lenient opinion, even if that opinion is against the majority, which is against the normal rule of rabbinic jurisprudence, which is if you've got a majority and you've got a minority, go after the majority. But the laws of Erev are different. And I think the question that you could obviously follow up with, but I'll just say it myself, is why? What makes... Like, why here? Why of all the places? Like, is this like a get-out-of-jail-free card? Like, we know how hard this is, you know? Like, we, we've we've been learning the daf along with you, and the Talmud's almost saying back to us, like, look, we know how hard this is. Like, you know, get a freebie, just go with the easiest opinion. I don't think that's the reason why. I think there's actually a, a fairly profound reason about what makes the laws of Erev so apt to have this standout principle that we deliberately seek the lenient opinion. And that is, 
and this has been the theme throughout the tractate, the laws of Eruv are about creating community. They are about creating individual communities out of public thoroughfares, out of the public space, the public square. How do we create community in this space? And I think there are different notions for how do you create community. Some would say that if you want to have a really cohesive, wonderful community, you need, you know, ideological purity tests. You need to make sure that everyone is on board. You need to make sure that everyone kind of signs off on the rules and regulations of the gym membership or whatever it is. And in the rules of Eruv, this is actually a profound principle. It is telling us that when you want to create the religious community that Eruv represents, when you want to create that collective purpose, you need to have that leniency, that flexibility to build that wide tent so everyone can find the space inside of the walls of that Eruv community. Or as we say in Aramaic, E pluribus unum. Rabbi David Bashevkin, what a wonderful thought to welcome the new year with. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Liel, for having me. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes, Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone, or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon.